Good morning, Wesley Chapel. Good morning, Wesley Chapel. It is truly an honor to greet you in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is also an honor to be asked to preach this homecoming sermon because for more than a decade, your pastor, the Reverend Dr. Gloria Wicker, was my pastor. Reverend Wicker, it was your sermons, your pastoral care, and your love for the Lord and the people of my home church, St. Paul, AME, and Gray, that motivated me to answer the call to ministry. I will never forget the breakfast at the Waffle House where you and the elder talked with me and encouraged me for the journey that was to come. Now that journey has taken me to ministry. And by God's grace, I greet you this morning as the pastor of the New Bethel African Methodist Episcopal Church in East Dublin, Georgia. But saints know this, that your pastor has and continues to have a great influence on my spiritual formation. Reverend Wilker, I still review the notes I took of your sermon. I still remember the points of your Bible study. And I am still grateful for all that you taught me while I served as your worship leader. Pastor Wilker, thank you. And may God's richest blessings be with you and the elder as you retire from the active ministry. Please know that you and the elder have made such a big difference in this preacher's life. Now, our scripture teaching today is from Matthew chapter 18, verse 20. Listen to the word of the Lord as I read from the New Revised Translation of the Bible. For when two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. There is a word from the Lord on this homecoming Sunday, and it's my great pleasure to share this word with you and a teaching that I have entitled Gathering with Jesus. Gathering with Jesus. Pray with me, please. Father, on this homecoming, we gather again. However, the pandemic has brought new meaning to our gathering. Yes, some are in person at the church. Yet many of us have gathered online, on the phone, on the screen. But regardless of how we gather, we gather to worship you. Father, I ask for your guidance in the preparation of this message. And now I ask you to be with me in the delivery so that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart will be acceptable to you, to the growth of your kingdom. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Let us all say amen, amen, and amen. It's homecoming time in the black church. And as the oppressive heat of the late summer breaks a bit into the early brilliant days of fall, churches 
especially in the South. Call home folks who have gone away to the North. Call home folks who have not left town, but perhaps have gone astray. And they call other churches to worship with them. They call other choirs to sing with them. They call preachers to share the word with them. And yes, they call the best cooks to cook for them, for everyone will enjoy a great and tasty meal. Homecoming is an important gathering, not only for the black church, but for the black community, especially during a time called the Great Migration. Now, at New Bethel, we have started an online book club. And for September, we are reading a book called The Warmth of Other Sons by Isabel Wilkinson. This book is about the epic story of the Great Migration. The Great Migration was the movement of six million African Americans out of the rural South to the cities of the Northeast, Midwest, and West. Perhaps you know a brother, a sister, a cousin, a friend, or other family member who left Georgia and Jim Crow to go to Pittsburgh, New York, Detroit, Chicago, or Los Angeles. Once every year or so, the migrants came home for homecoming. The author, Isabel Wilkinson, in the book Warmth of Other Sons, puts it this way. At holidays and in the summer, the migrants came home. They would leave a trail of catalyte dust on Highway 61 and the Delta and along Route 1 through the Carolinas and Georgia. They had prepared all year for this moment of glory. And there were times in some church parking lots in Grenada, Mississippi, or Greenville, South Carolina, or in Rome, Georgia, where there were more Illinois license plates than those from South Carolina, Mississippi, or Georgia. They had gone to a new world, but were still tied to the other. Saints, it is homecoming time in the black church. And while the great migration is no more, and the South, yes, the South is not a favorite destination for black folks. And the gathering, which is homecoming, is still important. For when we gather, the Lord will be with us. Now, the verses that we're studying today are from Matthew chapter 18. And Jesus in chapter 18 is doing some interesting things as he gathers with his disciples and gathers others, teaching them the word of the Lord. Jesus gathers us to teach us what true greatness is. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 1 through 6, Jesus gathers around his disciples as they ask him this, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus then gathers a child in front of them and he says to his disciples, unless you change and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever becomes humble like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Now also in Matthew 18, Jesus gathers us to teach us how to avoid the temptation of sin. In verse 8 and 9, Jesus gathers us to tell us to get rid of the things in our lives, the worldly things 
that get in the way of God. In verses 10 and 14 of chapter 18, Jesus gathers us to tell us the parable of the lost sheep, reminding us that the father rejoices more for the one sheep who was lost but returned to the gathering than the 99 who stayed. And finally, in verses 15 through 20 of Matthew 18, Jesus gathers us to teach us about how to deal with folks in the gathering of the church who sin against us. Jesus says this, if a fellow believer hurts you, go and tell him, work it out between the two of you. If he listens, you've made a friend. If he won't listen, take one or two others along so that the presence of a witness will keep things honest and try again. If he still won't listen, Tell the church. If he won't listen to the church, you have to start all over again from scratch. Confront him with the need for repentance and offer again God's forgiving love. Jesus tells us to take this most seriously. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. And a no on earth is a no in heaven. What we believers say to one another it's eternal. Jesus reminds us when he says, when two of you get together on anything at all on earth and make a prayer of it, he says that my father in heaven will then go into action. And yes, when two or three are together because of me, you can be sure that I will be there. So here we are gathered for homecoming. However, unlike the homecomings of old, the parking lot is not filled with cars with out-of-state license plates. Unlike the homecoming of old, the church is not packed with people from in town and out of town. And unlike the homecoming of old, the preacher is not delivering this message in person, but instead is in his home, in front of a camera, with a backdrop behind me and a light in my face. But like the homecomings of old, Jesus is with us. For when, however you are gathered for this message, two or three of you on the phone, two or three of you online, or even just one of you in the church, we can take comfort and the blessed and wonderful assurance that Jesus is with us. However, the question for us this morning is, while Jesus is with us, are we with Jesus? In other words, does Jesus live within us? Let us remember what Jesus said in 1 John 4 and 4. He says that we are of God. In fact, we are God's children, so much that greater is the God that is in you than that you are in the world. In our Bible study at New Bethel, we are doing a 12-week study of the real women of God. We kicked off our study with a look at Eve, and what we discovered is that Eve was tempted by the devil, and when she was tempted by the devil and ate the fruit, God was around the garden. God was not 
in Eve. Saints, as we gather for homecoming, we need God in us. We need God in us to stay healthy from the ravages of COVID-19. We need God in us to fight back against Jim Crow 2.2 voting laws and a GOP Senate candidate who was great at carrying the football for the University of Georgia, but will be a disaster carrying the football for Donald Trump in the United States Senate. We need God in us because there's no greater love to come home to than the love of Jesus. So today, let's make this a true homecoming. Let's make this the day that we gather together to have Jesus not only with us, but in us. Pray with me, please. What a friend we have in Jesus, a friend like no other, who will not only be with us when we gather and worship, but wants to be in us as we live our lives. So, Father, I come to you as a sinner. I come to you as an outsider. I come to you as a backslider. I come to you wanting to come home. I come to you wanting you inside of me, guiding me, directing me, and gathering me for a greater purpose, the purpose of bringing your kingdom. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Let us say amen. So if you prayed that prayer with me, then you are now saved. However, your salvation is in jeopardy unless you find other saved people to help you grow your faith. Proverbs 27, 17 proclaims, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Wesley Chapel is an ironing sharpening church. I know from personal experience that you will be in good hands with Pastor Wicker. So if you're inside the sanctuary, come now and give Pastor Wicker your hand and guard your heart. If you're watching on Facebook or listening on the phone and you've made the decision to come home to Jesus, I want you to call or text me. My number is 608-358-1309. That's 608-358-1309. I will put you in touch with Pastor Wicker. Call me and let's have a talk about your faith. And now for our benediction. A covering of God's grace until we meet again. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all as we gather with Jesus in us. Let us all say amen, amen, and amen. Saints, it's your faithful giving to New Bethel that has allowed us to do God's work. You can give to New Bethel by texting NBC150 to 888-364-4483. You can also give online at www.nbcdublin.com or you can mail your contribution the post office box 1690, Dublin, Georgia, 31040. Blessings and thank you.